Hello, this is How to Be Unpopular podcast number... I don't know, do you follow the podcast at no, all? No. You don't? No. I think we're on like 184 or 185, which is pretty crazy. But it's interesting. 185 podcasts? Yeah. I don't know how many listeners we have yet, but... Um, You've done 185 of these. Yeah. People actually <laughs> listen to them. Shit. But you actually got a hold of me, so... How what? many people listen? Anywhere from 100 to 500. Maybe for the more popular people, we might have 1,000. I don't know. I'd have to ask Todd. Do you guys make money off this? Um, no. No, we just kind of do it for fun. Started as a fun thing. So you just do it for fun? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because you actually got a hold of me that you were interested in doing this. You, just, you say that you don't listen to the podcast, but you were the one who wanted to do I've the I've heard pod. about it. How'd you hear about it? Just, you know, I, I know some people who, who listen. But, I some mean... Like blade nerd types, you know, that, that just listen to everything. But if you don't listen to the podcast, why would you want to come on to the podcast? I don't want to get too standoffish. Well, okay, yeah. Um, I just know that a lot of people listen to it, and I'm just trying to get my name out there. I think some people might know. I mean, for Basically, people... Basically, like, I'm just trying... Uh, like, I'm trying to play the blade game. You know, what's the blade game? The blade game is is to it's an attention war. We'll get into that more. I don't I don't think that there is a blade game, but well, like, you're either playing it or you're not. I mean, but it exists. I think doing things like this podcast is as far away from the blade game as possible, but I w- I would like to hear more. No, we're about playing it. the blade game. For those of you who don't know, this is uh Rod Kinney, I tried, I only know like a little bit about this guy. You Google him, there's not a lot of pictures or anything that come, come up. There's, there's a like, lot of shit. I only found like a few edits. You do, you ride for Hot Dogs Gods, which is an up and coming brand. The that, brand? Uh, well, time will tell. It's rollerblading. I mean, you you have to be willing to put it in. Okay, fair enough. Home. Fair enough. Um, which... I'm sure. Like I've seen your stuff, it's pretty good. I I like I like what you're doing, but yeah, there's not a lot of information on you, so um, we know that's how to, I try to keep it. How long? Yeah, which is tough because well, social media and everything. If you're trying to play the blade game, what? Here, here's how I'll, I'll say it. Every time you put something out, okay, that is a representation of you and your sport. Everything. So if I go skating and, and say I do topsoles, I do topsoles all day, yeah. a couple hours of topsoles, and then I go and I do one toe roll on the ledge, and you film it and you put it online, oh, that's what this guy does. This guy does toe rolls. You see? So I'm just very cognizant of what I put online. Okay? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't put... I don't put like what I consider to be like low quality or things that don't represent me in the light that I want to be represent represented uh, online. Well, I'm confused because, I mean, you say like a toe roll. So is that a bad thing? It might be. How so? So, I'm not picking. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to just pick on top toe toe rolls, but I mean like goofy tricks. Like if you just put like goofy tricks online then okay you got you for instance uh, okay let's let's talk about you guys 
So, you, you guys put out like a ton of shit, okay? And I would say that like 90% of it, it, like you guys do some really hot shit. There's some hot shit like buried in it. And I mean buried. Thank you. You really have to dig. I would say like maybe 2-3% of the tricks that you guys I'll do still, are worthy. I'll take that as a compliment. Okay. And, but you guys put a lot of bullshit online. And what you guys need to do is you need to talk to someone like myself or someone who knows the Blade game, like Drew Backrack, um, Joe Navran, someone who's been there, done that. Someone to tell you, okay, no, don't put this online. Save it, save it, use this, put this online. I don't understand though who, <laughs> who's watching, like I understand Everybody. I understand that like we do lots of experimenting and we try a lot of different tricks, um, and I've even seen yeah, you and that's cool. do. That's, I've hey. seen you do some of that stuff yourself. Like experimentation's cool, having fun is cool, but you just want to be careful with what you put online. And I understand that you do balance out some of the goofier things that you try because you do a little bit of it. I've seen goofy. it. No, yes, I do not. I've seen it. You've done. I don't do goofy shit. The toe and heel wheel. You've done that in a few different edits. Yeah, that shit's the, hot. What? Uh, how can you make fun of experimental weird stuff and do a toe and heel wheel out of a trick? Like what? That it, it, it was refined. Uh, well, if you've ever well, and you I've don't been listen to the podcast, you like don't two years. You don't listen been, to the podcast, been... and Frank Stoner's been talking about canonical and non-canonical tricks, and there's a reason why. What does canonical mean? Canonical is like a top sole or a front slide or a back slide or a royale. Like things that are a part of the canon, accepted right. maneuvers and tricks that we know are stylish, that we know are part of our language. Whereas maybe, a, and Mizu is borderline because it can be unstylish from time to time. But let's just say like a rough grind or a sidewalk, um, a toe and heel, a daffy as some people would call it. You know when you so say okay, so you're 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 looking at the toe heel. I didn't just do a toe heel, you know. I did. It was it was all one thing. Yeah, you know? that's true. So what was the entire trick? It's like you. It's like I'm a politician, and you're t taking a single phrase that I said, but you're not explaining the whole sentence. But you were trying to say earlier that we do stuff that looks goofy, and you do. But we do whole things as well. We just don't have I as many grinds. Okay. So you're do, you, do you think that what you do is tight? That's not the goal of it. Then what's the goal? If it's your your goal is not to be tight. <laughs> can you what's your goal? Can you describe being tight? Just from your perspective, because dude. If I have to explain what tight is, you're in the wrong game. You don't even know you're playing a game. You know, I do love doing this podcast because. There are some people who just think of skating so differently, and I don't think of the blade game, and I don't it, think and of being people tight. Who don't. That's it. I think there's like there's certain things that feel good. Sometimes they look good. There's certain experiments that work or, or don't work. Right. But, right. Um, so I guess my version of like being tight or knowing something is tight is is uh, did it feel good? And I guess a certain amount of speed and control, being tight, being tight is being in and maybe going fast and being confident right so yeah you know you you from your words you know what tight is I just and and maybe 
maybe you like okay do you know that a lot of your tricks are not tight yeah I probably by your definition of tight like you I don't I think said, it's my definition well no I, I mean I said I don't I don't own tight I mean I can be tight I think actually some of the recent stuff is pretty straightforward that I've been doing like I have not been doing much swiveling I've just been going fast I've been doing wall rides like I haven't been doing anything too weird lately I understand maybe some of like um, some older stuff every once in a while I might throw something in like I understand right. maybe some swivels or certain things are goofier but I like but a, a very important too. aspect of tight is difficulty um, and I think a lot of the stuff that you guys do is is too easy to be showing it online what about like I mean it's just it's not what I would I mean I wouldn't go out and film myself like rolling you know and you guys just roll like a lot how did you get in like when you first started skating did you start doing tricks or did you start rolling I started rolling and and I, I enjoy rolling but it's not like I wouldn't I wouldn't like I like I like walking too and I walk down the street all the time but I wouldn't like show myself walking on the internet maybe if it was like an intro to like a good song and I was like stepping out of like a nice car and I was walking away on the on my way to do tight shit you know as as a build up but I wouldn't use that as as the meat of of the project whereas I feel like the meat of your project is like like I don't know what the meat is you know, like but, there's a lot of shit in there that's like, oh, is this like B-roll or is this like, are they goofing around? Like, like it's not clear to me what your goals are and what your intention is with like. One thing that always confuses me about. I think you guys need a manager. This yeah. attitude. Yeah. Towards skating is like, who exactly is your audience? Like when you're, when you're talking about being worried about the way skating is portrayed. People like me. There's there's rods like there's millions of rods. There's not millions of rods. There's millions. Usually. There was maybe not at this exact moment, but past, present, future. There's millions of rods. Let's say, let's say the greatest. Just stunts, hammers, technical skating. Yeah. Uh, tight intro of someone walking down the street. Maybe yeah. they come out of a car. Maybe they That's don't. It doesn't I'm... matter. Okay. But let's just say it's the tightest section ever. Tight. Tightest in the Shit. blade game. Okay. Whoa. Damn. Maybe 40,000, 50,000 views would happen. Maybe over time, maybe 100,000. Yeah, but see, but that's, that's the is problem. A, that's... These are the same people that, that, like, these aren't, these are just the same people watching it over and over again. It's not like you kind of talk that... Maybe I maybe I misinterpreted, but you almost were talking that like you were worried about what other people thought of skating. But most of the time, it's just rollerbladers watching. Most it's of the not. time, but that's 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 a problem. That's a huge problem in rollerblading, and I think it's the fault of of people like you guys. To be, to put it blunt, I think there's a lot of uh, mis uh, misplaced energy in skating, and you know. People like uh, like I'm eating. How much do you make? Like if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> I do mind you asking. That's none of your damn business. But I I get paid. I do well. 
like um, I drive a very nice car. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I don't believe it. Very nice. Maybe I'll see you in one of your edits sometime. I've got plans for that, for for me stepping out of my car, because like. How important is the videographer in a situation like that? Like a very important. Yeah. You got to work with someone that you trust because, like I said, I can't go out filming with someone and they put they put any bullshit out. It's got to be legit. Like, it's got to be proper. Something that's really funny is like you worry so much about the kind of stuff that that I put out or me and my friends put out, and people watch it and people enjoy it. So Who, who's watching? You, I actually have videos don't have that many views. The more recent ones, like like the big wheel stuff, I hit not a lot of views, but enough to know that there are people watching. In, in different countries and, and things like that. Yeah, I think I think and that's more Leon than, than you guys. He have you watched him lately though? Like, he, what do you but think he, of his he new just, skating? He just has like a, a lot of street cred, like from the past. Yeah, but have you watched the newest skate moves edit? Like he's not. Yeah, I know. I I, I I yeah. You're trying to. No, he, he's he's full of bullshit too. I know that, but. He just comes at it with a little bit more street cred than, than you and Todd. So you think that that's, that is probably, I mean, it probably helps a lot. So like, I'm not, like saying, I'm not saying that I like the content of, like, the big wheel stuff, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying that the views are coming from Leon being, like... That is true, yeah. Like, pretty... Having a lot of street cred. He, he's, he's been playing the Blade game a long time. He's yeah. a businessman. He owns shops. You know, he, he owns, I'm not crazy about his frame company, but he does own a company. And owning a company, like, saying that you are a company owner, that's, that's legit. Is that it? Even if you're making bullshit, it's, it's legit. So is Hot Dog Scott's, like, something that you are a part of, like, it's part, partly your company? Or... Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you're saying, like, you have experience in the industry... You have experience with products and right. Um, what's been your biggest like lesson? It's a relatively young brand. It's only been out for a couple of years, or yeah, just a couple of years. Um, and it was too bad. I mean, you were talking about the launch a while back of Bitter Cold Showdown, and then Bitter Cold Showdown didn't happen. So it kind of a roundabout right. question, but I mean, what have you learned about the industry having this brand so far? Well, you either you're either in it or you're not and you either have it or you don't and uh, my greatest lesson has been to to get advice from people who know that's it and what have they told you to keep doing what I'm doing they real real knows real Joey and where do you see this going like so if if you're saying like I'm already there I'm, I'm already there you don't have any higher aspirations with of course. this brand. Yeah, well, of course I have goals. I have my sights set on on very big things that are coming. But I'm living it. You know, this this incarnation is treating Rod Kinney very well. I'm happy. I'm uh, I'm I'm eating out here. I'm like blading might be suffering. But Rod Kinney isn't suffering. I'm, you know, I'm getting paid. 
I'm, I'm, I'm doing really well. How does he feel about, I mean, because I, I feel like you guys have similar styles, but my friend Todd has changed also. Like, you're yeah. pointing fingers at me, but yeah, I well, mean, yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, Todd. How do you feel about his transformation? Well, see, I was like a huge, huge fan of Todd, uh, the earlier stuff, and he was a big influence on my skating. Um, so it's very disappointing to see what he's doing now. I think I, I see it as a step backwards. I see it as as a death in, in many ways, the death of a, of a hero. Um, but all I can do is just move forward, keep my head up, and, and keep doing what I'm doing. I can't control other people, but it is it saddens me a great deal. What's sad about it, though, if it seems like he was so tight. He was so tight. I understand tight. that, but it's tight in a different way now. And it's but, also but like... But no, there's only one way of tight, Joey. There isn't... He no, he's not tight. How so? He's not tight. Can you expand upon that? He's loose. He's that can be good in some people's worlds. Like uh, maybe the the weight of what he thought skating was is off now, and he can just make it be whatever he but wants. See, I see that as a as kind of giving up in a way. Like, oh, it, this is hard, so I'm not gonna do this. That's how I see it. It's like, oh, it, this is dangerous, or this takes like a lot of skill. So I'm just going to do this thing that doesn't require skill, isn't dangerous, and is somehow like still, maybe you guys think you're in the game. You guys aren't in the fucking game. You know you're not in the game. But I don't, I, this game is, I don't see it as a game. So I think I know this is you, where well, we... Okay, well yeah, I, I, I guess... You have to understand I guess you guys don't know the game. People turn... 31 and 32 and 33 and have kids and have to work jobs well thank you Rod's actually pouring tea for me right now yeah and and you only have a certain amount of time to skate so sometimes a lot of people end up quitting like not even skating at all so Todd could not be skating but Todd is still skating and maybe he's just connected more to what it is to him now at this point in time because I, I, it would be really weird if he was trying to keep up some kind of standard um, from how he used to skate for this uh, like who does he have to answer to he doesn't really have to answer to anybody but is it weird to go to the gym is it weird to drive a nice car is it weird to like go to the beach and like with maybe like not just one girlfriend but like two or three is that weird no there's nothing that's weird about that i mean i can i can see that perspective but i know that it's false yeah i know there's like there's a lot of aggressive skaters traditionally you've had a tough time committing to things and and being in one place for a long period of time and really being able to uh, have a life outside of aggressive skating so do you ever think about that that the possibility of hitting your head breaking your leg or something happening like is there more than That's just the way I see it is that this isn't even a possibility because that's a part of being tight is that you have been doing it for so long 
that you know your capabilities and you know what you know how to push in the right way if that makes sense like you get to a point where you can you you see patterns you know you see numbers like everything is some everything is cause and effect you know and i i can look at a situation i can look at my environment and predict the outcome of my actions in that environment it's it's I don't know if I'm following. You either you you either, well, I don't know. I can't help you there, Joey. You you have it or you don't. You have that instinct. It's just people have called it extreme. People have called it, you know. You know, Nike, their slogan is just do it. You know what I mean? It's just do it. It's not do it and and but watch out for it's just do it okay i think i understand you know a little bit i mean i struggle with this personally maybe i'm a, a little bit like jealous of the way you, you, struggle you see a lot. the well i struggle a lot because um i i ha, i don't want to go all in i was never like i was never a really really good skater but i love skating and i just happen to love to make videos and I don't know I still love to be able to do it I would love to go all in on it like you do but I was never really a good enough skater so maybe I like maybe I'm hearing these words and and there's a lot of See, sacrifice though Rob there's a lot of sacrifice that that you might not be in touch with the, the darker emotions that some people well what I'm hearing is is a lack of confidence and and what I see in in yours and Todd's skating is kind of a lack of, of confidence I see it as like a really good reflection of influences far outside of where influences would have came from before. Do you have a lot of fear in your life? Not particularly. It, it's more. It's more that idea of like how how much I would be cutting out of my life and how much of a sacrifice. It Do you would listen be if to I Tim would... Robbins? Tim Robbins is an actor. The, uh, the motivational speaker. Tony Robbins. That's what I said, Tony Robbins. You said Tim Robbins. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I said Tony. You said Tim. We, okay, whatever. We can play back the recording, but do you listen to Tony Robbins? No. I, one thing that's really interesting about him is I heard when you go to his seminars, it's extremely cold, and I always thought that was a really smart move by him. That if your 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 body would That's be a very like smart move. yeah, imagine in this if this podcast was in like an extremely cold room, you would have to have your energy more up. But anyways, go on. It's true. Because it's kind I of like, like it's kind of hot in here, and it gives you that kind of like weird, warm. that like kind of like stone the heat stone feeling. Anyways, so you listen to Tony Robbins? Yeah, I derive a lot of my philosophy from Tony Robbins. So. As I was speaking, you thought of Tony Robbins. A little bit. I, I, I think you could you could uh, really benefit from some of his teachings. In particular, you know, finding a purpose to your life. I have found it. It's just you have to juggle you have to juggle everything. There's 
And you have to decide what you are, what you want to do, how you're going to do it, and no excuses. I think I've just been around my real my relationship to skating has been for so long. When was I'm the last confident. time that you did a kinked handrail? That's a good question. Uh, it was a while ago. It's actually footage that isn't released. Matthew Renahan was with me. It was at uh, the reserve. I was in the shadows. It wasn't in your world. It wouldn't have been as good because you know, like if you jump on a flat and then go down and over a kink, it was one of those ones. So it wasn't like I jumped on the down and went over, but probably I'm roundabouting your question. Uh, must have been a decade ago. Whenever I was in Jados, when Jados were like new. Exus Jados. So, a while back. You were in Jados when you did a kink drip? Yeah, and they didn't feel. One thing that people. See, you, you were really good in Jados. I liked your skating in Jados. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I found that skate to be really limiting, especially. The soles were fucking huge. Even while doing that kink trail, you can't like... Yeah, you want a big sole. No, because you can't bend your foot over properly while you're grinding. Like no, a, but you have more space yeah, but on your sole. It, it, I mean, you can have a bigger sole, but if you look at some of your... I don't know, your favorite sole grind pictures might be different from mine, but I look at my favorite sole grind pictures, and the foot is always like bowed over, like... Like the original soul grinds, it was almost like their leg was like torqued over the rail or ledge, and their knee was bending, and it's super stylish. And now you get these these big soul plates. You get these like stand up feeling soles. What? That's a scab. Yeah, I was working in the in the yard. Mm. So I mean, th- this this is what you want to see with skating, obviously. See, I I yeah. do I do things with intensity but just in other areas of my life and then it comes through in skating once in a while once in a while it really does I can see it and, and, and forgive me I don't mean to be harping I respect you guys I, I really do mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be I, wouldn't I like your be, stuff I wouldn't too. be here if I didn't respect you guys yeah that's true know? that's true so I guess a lot of my frustration just stems from from being such fans of you guys like before you went on this like wacky well, I think this land. is more about Todd though than me because I yeah I find that I'm more comfortable now I've actually gotten closer to how I was trying to skate before and I think maybe you harbor more resentment towards Todd because it's probably because maybe a little bit just cause he had such an impact on me yeah and like, like growing up yeah cause we skated, me, Mason, Todd, Dana, we all skated together quite a bit. And, yeah, Mason And was I tight. was always a weird influence just in general. So, I mean, you could be upset that I maybe helped push it in that direction. But it wasn't just me, too. There was time in Vancouver. It wasn't just my influence. But, like I said, this might be more about Todd than my skating. I think, I honestly, I'm surprised you're not, like, more into, like, the most recent stuff. I... I'm pretty straightforward, Rod. Yeah, you're you're straightforward. I mean, but it's just I guess it's I don't not, I don't see a lot of like I guess it's not technical. Yeah, I don't see a lot of technical shit. Um, Do you have any advice on what I can? Because 
it's not like I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna skate aggressive I really like the feel of of big wheels mm-hmm. and I try yeah that's a problem but really yeah that's a have you tried them no you haven't I don't need to are you sure yeah I don't need to didn't you start on like how I said rolling like you started you didn't start by doing tricks you got hooked on skating by just rolling so I think if you tried them you might kind of like be reminded of that feeling of trying skates for the first time I was always like more into the highlight reel than the than the game you know uh, I always like I always I, I liked sports growing up yeah but I didn't I didn't really like watching the game I, I liked watching like the, the the highlight reel at the end of the at the end of the day mm-hmm and that's kind of if you're gonna play the game if you're gonna play the game you have to be a highlight reel it's not about the game it's about so you're saying the game is not about the game the game is about the highlight reel are you saying that we're not we're not athletes Joey we're not trying to put a ball in a hoop like other sports okay we don't need to be out there for two hours you know listening to a coach we don't have a coach, okay? We, we are the highlight reel at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Do you know? Is it? Well, kind it's, of. It's kind of hard to talk to you, but I'm just I'm trying to say that. Yeah, I mean, I can feel the resistance here. I'm glad we like have I just mutual feel, I, respect. I, feel, I kind of feel, I, like I respect you. I just feel like when I'm when I'm talking, I feel like you don't understand where I'm coming from because we're like. We're living in different dimensions, you know? I can understand that, but it was funny, like, how you said highlight reel, so I was kind of interpreting that as, like, there's a bunch of stuff that you can do on big wheels that is super fun and super fast, so, like... Yeah, I, it might be are fun. Are you trying to just say that, like, is, so grinding is really important to you? And it is... I still grind yeah. in big wheels. I still do grinds. Well... Or more like slides, yeah. I guess, yeah. And, you know, so you're very limited. It's It's... But I'm just like small wheels. Yeah, grinding obviously is is a huge part of, of what I do. Why and do you what, love what it? What we do. The positions are just so t- so tight of grinds, and and that's like what I grew up watching, and that's like when I see it, that's that's what I feel is like dope. Like that's like whoa, like rollerblading. When when it's just rolling around, like yeah, I can see that it's fun and stuff, but like I wouldn't choose to to represent myself in that way. But it's not just grinding. Also, the small wheels, like it's it's it is much lighter. Like I don't want to add weight to my feet. I want to be able. To, I want to be able to like exaggerate my grab my airs a lot. Actually, yeah. The last time I tried aggressive skates, that was like, there's only a couple things like. They're good for grinds, and there are certain like grabs. And I know you're not a thread the needle person, but you can't really thread the needle on on big wheels. Grabs feel a little bit better, but not really like honestly. I just like my skates. Used... Like I like the look of like smaller wheels. Like it looks more like shoes. Like it looks like a nice sneaker. More like when you like the big wheels, it is so goofy. You know, it how just, is it goofy though? Because it, it you're so tall off the ground, and you have these big huge stupid wheels I mean I don't know a part of being tight to me is is literally being tight literally the wheels mm. are tight to tight. you tight I like yeah. it I like the wheel to be closest to my foot not too big I don't want to be like 
10 feet tall when I'm skating. I want to have a lot of control and I want them to look like a nice like Converse or like, you know, like Nike would never make a shoe like if, if Nike made skates, okay? They wouldn't have these huge stupid wheels. They would be like small and sleek, you know, like, I don't know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't use a Discman, would you? You know, it's just, it's going backwards. You know, it's like I've got my I've got my iPod Shuffle in my pocket. Small. It's all about small, Joey. Like cell phones have gotten smaller. No, they haven't. They've gotten like there's really big cell phones now. Actually, the screens have gotten bigger. People have tablets. So I think you there's cracks in your argument here, Rod. Um, okay, are you gonna walk down the street with a big chunky ass phone? Uh, it's not really chunky like they make really thin sleek phones that look really futuristic so I think big wheels could be similar that way parallel universe what about do you have to pee no I'm doing oh, good you're good you? no I'm good um the one thing that's really funny to me is obviously when you're in the blade game and you're being tight you not me obviously if you were to show your section and my section to just someone who works at an office what do you think do you think they would notice the differences between yeah. our, not only our styles but our skates 100% you're confident in that okay I'll, I'll, I'll break it down for you oh, yeah okay Okay. they're gonna watch your skating and and they're gonna be like okay yeah rollerblading yeah I yeah, I knew this is this is rollerblading. Okay, yeah, it's it's stupid. People, I know I'm aware of the the preconception that people have. They're gonna look at your skating and be like, yeah, I see people like this down at the boardwalk, down at the sidewalk. Yeah, I know it's stupid. It's it's gay. They're probably gonna use the word gay, um, and then they're gonna watch like something like what I put out, and they're gonna be like, oh, I I didn't know that. Like it's gonna throw them off, right? It's gonna it's gonna mess with that preconception that they have. They're gonna see what I do, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, like this this guy's rollerblading. This this is rollerblading," you know. And they're they're gonna question their own preconceptions and change their mind. It's funny because I've heard that attitude before, but uh, rollerblading has been steadily, or sorry, aggressive. What do you call it before I ask this question? Do you just call it rollerblading or do you call it? I call it, it skating. That's pretty good. That's where it gets confusing a little bit. But skating, especially like trick skating or aggressive skating, has been steadily declining actually um, over the last 15 not years. Everyone, and not everyone there, can be tight. Not everyone. There has been like, for there's probably like 200 tight in your words, sections, amazing sections, and skating is still declining. So even if people are watching those sections and they're saying like, like I said, oh I mean, look at this guy, look, look at this guy, oh this this looks good. This guy's rollerblading. That doesn't that doesn't do anything. It like what uh, does a lot. What does it, it does do? Everything. What doesn't it do? Yeah, but I mean, you're a brand owner and. Yeah. So you're yeah. saying as long as there's a lot of tight content being made. I'm going to break it down for you, Joey. Okay. What, what's a brand? A brand is an idea. Yes. It's okay? a feeling that you have. And I'm promoting an idea. Yeah. 
through my skating, I'm not just like putting out all this all this wacky shit that you guys are. I'm there's a lot of there's a lot of thought and intent that goes into every clip that I choose to put online. And every clip that represents hot dogs gods is a reflection of how we feel. So every second of video clip, every millisecond, you could take any screen grab and that's going to be a logo for hot dogs gods. It's going to represent the idea, the ethos of hot dogs gods. Okay? And when when so that when that when the person in the office sees it, they're going to know. But is your uh, like what is your is your goal with this brand to get to uh, like sell hot dogs god stuff to people who do skate or don't skate or I'm, I'm confused so even if you have a confident if you're really into the brand and you're confident that every millisecond it's going to look amazing and could be a logo I mean what does that do for you like what where are you going with this I am I'm Jesus I'm walking down the field and there's sheep behind me and I'm holding the cane and I've got a white robe that's it that that's what I'm doing and that's where I'm going I think there's a, a, a few different company brand owners that have tried that whole Jesus thing this isn't a new and concept it hasn't we're in a different time it's 2015 it's the doors are blown wide open the democratization of the tools even even like 10 years ago you talk the a big game the fact that everybody could buy a camera and start making stuff was amazing. Now it's getting even harder for brands to differentiate themselves. And it's not anymore about being really tight for a short amount of time. It's actually maybe not even, it might not even be about being tight and there might not even be a game anymore. It might just actually be okay. about how Oops. do I see skating? Uh, how, like, what do I want to do with it? And what do I want to put out there? And that's, that's where it is, like brand or not. That, right. and well, I see that you're, you know, you're trying to fulfill your own uh, needs, and you're trying to make skating like fun for you, and that's great. I I respect that. That's fine. But for us, for people in the industry, for people who are treating this as a business, it's a we are playing the game, and it's a different game. We're not trying to fulfill ourselves. We're trying to fulfill that greater purpose and, and, and keep that high standard for uh, to represent our ideas and to, to ultimately feed our people. But I was, I was stating that your, your people are steadily declining and actually... Uh, I don't know, looking to other companies or, or they're trying a bunch of different companies. Like it's, I'm saying it's wide open I don't, for I don't me, want to but talk I'm about also, numbers. That's okay. We don't have to. I know, is there any way you could put it without saying numbers? Like how sales are right I, now? I have put it. We're eaten. Is there any other way? Because I've heard you say we're eaten we're, two different times. Okay, I, okay. I've heard from other we are getting paid I don't know what you want well I just I've heard from other company owners I mean the times are tough people say yeah, it's can't, hard you, to can't, you can't really compare hot dogs gods to like other companies you know it's a different it, 
we're on a different level and we're experiencing a lot of success and we out here we and we're not going anywhere okay uh, hot dogs gods is here forever forever do you know what forever means Joey forever forever means forever, forever. there was forever Joe Gary actually did do a little intro okay um, so you, you want to podcast some of our stuff seen yeah well I tried to google you and find out right. some stuff yeah. And he actually put Joe it, tight. He put it really well. He just said, there's a lot of momentum right now. Yep. We just got to keep doing what we're doing, which I think you said. Yeah. And uh, could, I think he said maintain, just got to maintain. Yeah, maintain and, is, is, a, is an important word. And, and momentum, too. something that we talk too. about a lot is maintain. Momentum. Yeah. Keep, we have a lot of momentum behind us, and we want to maintain that level of momentum. See, Joe is a guy that really, he, he gets it. He knows, and we're we're kind of on the same level. Like when when I talk with Joe, it's different because he understands my words because he's there with me. You know, I'm not talking to someone who's who's like below us. No, like no offense or anything, but like no, that's okay. But like when I think we're just in different when places. We're up, yeah, you're in a different place, and that's that's fine. Um, it's just it's different like when when people are there with me they they get it you know they know what do you think about um i mean it's not just me or leon or todd or there's a lot of different people um they might have a, a trick aggressive skate set up and they might have a big wheel set up people are buying wizard frames people are putting out yeah. videos big wheel videos and there's no well, not many there's no uh, aggressive skating at all I mean that it's so hard we always use that term but like you know skating skating in your world right like real so, real skating yeah sure so yeah. how do you feel about that because it's well, it's not I mean I know you're it almost sounds like you're worried about what we're putting out like you might have to talk to a bunch of other people about how, what they're putting out into the world not just me I might and that's something that I've talked about is starting a committee like uh, like a, a supervising committee of people who know, like a, com a committee of people who are up oh, on this like level. A, a governing board a, or exactly. like a, yeah, like a council. Like I would call it like, like something like the Real Skating Association of the world. And what we would do, obviously I would be on the association, and what we would do is like instead of just uploading directly to the internet, they would upload to us and then we can filter out okay we can say no 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 it's not there yet like we don't want to discourage people yeah. we, we we want them to keep trying but if it's not up to par if it's not up to our standard we're gonna say sorry try again and then and then if if we feel it represents our sport in the right light then we're gonna then we'll then we'll put it up you know, I think I, I think skating could really benefit from something like you that. You might be onto something. I mean, it's not anything that I'd be able to do, but maybe for a young guy, maybe the idea of pro skater goes away, and maybe we we replace it with the idea of real skater, and the real, real skating association of the world. That's what it's going to be called. Yeah, that's that's something along those something lines. along those lines. Yeah. So imagine if there's the real skating association of the world. They select. RSAW real skaters and now right. the whole idea of pro 
is gone. And now there's something above pro. So to become a real skater is even higher than pro skater. Is that kind of like what you're hinting at? Well, they're at? both up there. I mean, I mean, pro is a technical term of like making money from your skating, living, making a living from your skating. And then real is recognized as real by the association of real. Like the realest of the real. Exactly. Exactly. So See, I'm getting into to be this. really tight, you would want to be you would want to be uh, recognized as real and pro. You don't want to be one or the other. Well, you oh, can, wait, you so can be one or the other and real, you know, struggling a little bit. Is real but more to than be pro? Super, but to be tight, you want to be pro and real. You want to have both of those labels because oh, shit. You, might be, you might be real, but you're not a businessman. You're not in the industry and, and you're not getting that paper. So there's only so long that you can be real without financial support. You gotta see like being pro is like the foundation and then being real is like the house. Kind of like being core, like a core skater, core industry. Like core, being core and being real kind of go hand in hand in a, in a way. Is, is uh, financial- True to your roots. Financial struggling part of it being real and core or not yeah I guess being core someone see okay okay yeah core is when you're real but but you're not pro that's core oh yeah yeah that's right so core it's not like the real skaters association of the world would recognize core they would just recognize real. pro and real pro and real but they would and, be, and, and, they would have a good community of core skaters that follows what the real skating association of the world does, and the core skaters would hold the real skaters in high regard. See, I have a lot of respect for the core skaters, but it's not something that the real skaters association of the world would promote. We wouldn't, we don't see core necessarily as a good thing. We can respect it. But we would encourage those core skaters to maybe take a business class or maybe um, start, maybe go to a Tony Robbins lecture. And then maybe they could parlay their, their real status into a career. In That's skating? kind of what Hot Dogs Gods represents, is, is, is the whole spectrum, okay? We're not, I mean, it's great if you're, if you're on one, if you're like doing well, in, if, it's great if you're real. I have a lot of respect for you. Like that, that is a huge part of the battle. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, okay, you've made it if you're not pro. So hot dogs. And don't even fucking talk to me about the people who are pro and not real. Because that is a big problem. I think they're being weeded out. I think there's not a lot of there's not a lot of room in skating right now to to be yeah. to be pro without being real. They're not going to last. They haven't. We've we've seen people retire. Um, so we've seen Brian Aragon. He has nothing left to prove, but he could have kept it going. Uh, Jeff Stockwell, 
there's people whose paychecks get cut and their output gets cut. How do you feel about that? Like, there, there's been a lot of changes in, yeah. in skating in the past. It's five years has been... And in the world. Turbulent, yeah. Um, change is the way of the times. Things are changing more rapidly than ever. So once again, I, I go back to purpose. And, and, and purpose is something that you can always fall back on. It doesn't matter what, what's changing in the world. As long as you know your purpose, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter what's changing. If you're okay. filming a tight section, because that's your purpose, yeah. and you're real, and yeah. you're pro, yeah. and you're core, and yeah. you're filming this section, and it's going to be tight, yeah. but you have no money and you actually you have um, your family doesn't support your skating and actually you're you have no girlfriend or friends really but you have as long as you have the purpose and you're filming that tight section and you're real and core but how do you pay the rent if you don't like uh, can you can how does that work you gotta believe you have to have the purpose and you have to believe but what if you're believing and there's purpose what do you put that into actions that yes that help you pay for or like I guess I guess some skaters find ways to just like crash on couches and you know you do what you have to but a part of being tight is getting paid but I like how much do you get paid I don't want to talk numbers like I, I told you that before but I'm, I'm eating did you take out a loan to start hot dogs gods I don't want to get into the financial particulars of hot dogs gods okay that's fine what do you have planned for the brand in the coming years well I don't want to give away the secrets but I can guarantee you that it's going to involve a very high level of tightness it's going to involve very real skating and skaters and it's going to be run with a very high level of professionalism how do you feel about like there's so many good skaters right now that could be pro and they're core and they're real they're real and core and they could be pro but they're not how do you feel about that does that make you like upset that there's guys that that maybe like in your mind need to get paid and they're not it's it is upsetting and I do think there are a lot of people who deserve to get paid but my ment my philosophy is that if you go and you dig a hole, you might be working hard, but you can't expect to get paid if someone doesn't want you to be digging that hole. Okay, so what people need to do is, is fill a need, okay? You get paid because someone needs you to do something, okay? And I'm not gonna give away all the secrets because like I've learned a lot on my path on my journey of 
of how to be tight, how to be real, how to be pro. So I don't want to give it all away, but I will say you got to find someone who wants you to dig the hole. Okay? And 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 I believe that every pro skater out there can be getting paper. It's just a matter of digging the hole in the right place. I, and if you're if maybe if you're digging a hole, maybe you haven't dug it deep enough and maybe you need to keep going. Okay? Maybe there's a lot maybe of... you need to believe in that hole and you need to have purpose and maintain that purpose and just keep digging. And everyone's going to be like, oh, "You're in a big hole. You're in a big hole." But you have your purpose, you have your belief. Yeah, maybe the purpose like... And you are tight and you are real. You keep digging and don't don't look up. Don't look up to the sun. Look down to the dirt because you know that it's going to pay off and you know that there's something waiting is for you. Is the purpose in the hole with you or is it it's deeper? It goes wherever you go. Oh, so the purpose goes deep down into the like you keep digging a hole following your purpose. The You're pr- getting deep in that hole with your purpose. Right. The purpose is within you and you are within the hole. And you have to keep digging the hole. There's a lot of people right now who are going to fucking dig holes for free, though. That's the thing. See, that's the How part, do you yeah. feel about that? There's people who, like, they're, they're going to dig dig holes for companies for free. Yeah. In like, exchange for product or... I just look out for Rod Kinney. And, you know, I help, I help out the young up-and-comers when I can. But it's something that they're going to have to figure it out for themselves. I, I've, I've been there. I've dug that hole. And it paid off for me, and all I can do is be a beacon of light for the people in their holes. And this idea of like, you know, you want to build a brand. I think that idea of like putting a team together. I don't know if you're gonna be like thinking of putting a team together, but the idea of well, we are. Like a, it's basically me and Joe. That's actually pretty so smart. But I think the whole idea of like trying to put together, here's a team of people who are really good, and here's a logo and some shirts some products you should buy our stuff because these people all represent this thing that we've chosen from all over who don't really skate together you gotta be really selective oh okay do you follow skateboarding at all of course yeah do you skateboarding is a big influence on hot dogs gods what do you like about it that like do you apply things to hot dogs gods from skateboarding or a little bit mainly like the tight aspects and they represent themselves very well uh, the clothing that they wear is very uh, crisp and um, like at a high level of fashion like fashion is is uh, something that hot dogs gods really wants to push in our in our brand having a high level of fashion and skaters that have like a certain look like you, you, you don't want to look like, um, like, like you're like a, like a dad. You want to have like a certain grunge, a certain edge to your look that represents the idea of the brand. You, you wanna, you wanna be like a little bit dirty, a little bit rough, and you want your actions to, at all times represent the ideals of the brand so I'm just gonna throw out the words so the words we've been using we've been using real yeah and we've been using core and we've been using pro so are you trying to say 
throw edgy in in the mix. Some edge. Some guys with some edge. Well, it's a word that I would only use when talking to guys like you. You know, the oh. word edgy. I just thought you would un, you would relate to that word. Like if I was with someone that was a little bit more real, I might I would definitely not use the word edgy. But since I'm talking to you, people who are real just know. People who are real know when to use the word real or when to use use the word edgy. See, a part of being tight is knowing who you're talking to at all times and knowing the kind of language that they're going to understand. Here, can I... I'll, when you're talking to a lower level... Can I be a real guy? I'm going to do my impression of a real guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. F- fuck, we hung out with that guy. That guy rips. He's the raddest dude, too. He's, a, he's like, just fucking so sick and uh, like he was crashing at my place and uh, he's struggling right now but he's really and he's filming something right now it's fucking awesome so that was pretty good see you uh, you recognizing real and that's that's a sign of real and you're helping out real you're you know giving a a young up and comer like a ripper you're giving a ripper a place to crash that was good Thanks. Maybe, it, yeah. It could just be that... You didn't overuse the F-bombs? There was a couple in there just to let me know, like, oh, he doesn't give, he doesn't give a fuck, you know? But not overusing it to the point where, like, you, you, you don't have anything going... Like, you want to be interesting. So, like, if you say fuck too much, then you might your, your level of, like, real might be increased, but then your level of intelligence goes down. So you want to keep a high level of intelligence... In, Conscious consciousness is very important. I I tried to like tap into lack of consciousness. There. No, but see, that confuses me because you you recognized real. You you were talking about a ripper, and you were letting him. You were being generous, showing some like clout. Yeah. Um, I thought that you. I thought you like when you broke into that impression. I had more. A little bit more respect for you like I, even though you were just joking I knew you were joking but just the fact that you could even like pretend to, to be real so I was like there's some understanding of real like I, I, I recognized your intelligence you know how some people say the struggle is real right how about real is the struggle I don't think so because real once once you're real that impression see okay oh yeah the that impression when i fell into it yeah i imagine there was a very real struggle there real is the struggle to be real is a struggle to be real is to i think you're 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 mistaking real for core i think you're your impression was very core you know the sleeping on the couch thing yeah um the, the struggle part I would say the struggle is core. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was more core than real. Yeah, and that's something that are, like real people would understand, that, that the struggle is not always necessarily real. The struggle is always core. So well, how do you feel about scootering then, all that said? See, uh, scootering is whack, 100%. I think that's so weird coming from someone who uses rollerblades, though. You use rollerblades. Yeah, but see, I'm 
uh, yes, I use roll blades, but in a real way. I don't, I don't, I've never seen a real way of using a scooter, and I don't think it exists. There's a guy on Nitro Circus that's Ryan Williams. He's pretty, like, he's doing the Nitro Circus tour. I can understand, I can respect the skill involved with it, but it'll never be tight. Because it's impossible to be tight on a scooter. There's people who think about that exact same thing with rollerblading, though. There's people who you never... Yeah, but, but they're wrong. Someone would say that you're wrong saying that about scootering, though. Haters are going to hate. That's such a crazy term. Like, it's thrown it's thrown around so much, haters are going to hate. Like, you need hate... You, you need to have haters, but you have to look at your haters and understand whether or not there's merit to it. And, and understand if these are the people that you're supposed to be marketing to or if these are the people that because like Marilyn Manson for instance he's, he has haters you know but he he is also Jesus walking through the field with a lot of sheep behind him he's, a, he's very successful he's a successful done. businessman that, it's not it, but it's not done. done but there's no you, you can't you can't be no the whole like the Jesus brand thing no you can't it's splintered off into so many little tiny pieces. Right, but if you're doing the right thing, then you're going to collect all the pieces and they're going to they're going to follow you. I just have a hard time believing that you're making any money doing this. In fact, I am led to believe that you're in a lot of debt right now and you're just trying to put on that you're making money with this brand. Okay, I'll I'll try to use language that you might understand here, okay? I am 100% certain in my purpose. And I have unwavering belief. And real recognizes real and I've spoken to real people in the industry who recognize that I am real and they have validated my real status and I'm eating I'm getting paid that's it it's good well you've opened my eyes up a little bit I hope so, and you know, I I have a lot of respect for you and Todd. I, 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 we are, I, I do. We are going to get the aggressives out. We are. That'd be great. And you know, I think everything's going to come full circle eventually, and it might not be, uh, it might not be one eightying a big double set. It might not be that, but does it? It doesn't have to be. But it could be. You're right, and that that would up your chances. I mean, I hope after after this conversation that you're not gonna just upload your edits directly to the net. You're gonna send them to the Real Skaters Association first to have them filtered. Well, I mean, there's already a problem with like big wheels. I don't know. Would you accept big wheel edits into the Real Skaters Association of the world? No, but you just said that you were gonna put. Oh, you aggressive. Oh. Yes. Yeah, well, and you might have a chance. No, 
No big wheel. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will, but I'm, it'd be okay if I didn't. Like we would, we would accept. We would accept that people big wheel like on their own time, like as a cross training tool, you know. Yeah. Um, but we wouldn't accept any big wheels that it's like we wouldn't we wouldn't choose to put that on the internet like that's not how we want to represent our sport but but like if you want to go do that like in the middle of the night or like at an empty park yeah or something then then I have no problem with that but just we don't film it keep, just, let's keep it tight let's raise the bar okay is what I, what I'm promoting and what hot dogs gods promotes it's you know, like, we all eat, eat food, right? And every every day we're faced with that decision, are we going to eat, like, some chips? Or are we going to have a steak? And it's the same thing in rollerblading where you can... We're in control, okay? And we can either be a steak or we can be chips. And... that's an obvious decision for me because I but it's not obvious for everyone so that's why we need the the association to send it in because people might might not know the difference right between steak and chips and that's that's okay we we need to educate education is a big part of of our brand and about our ideals and that's why I wanted to come on the podcast and try to spread some of the wisdom, some of the things that I've learned along the way, and try to, because I know, like I know you guys don't have a lot of listeners, but um, I guess you have enough listeners for this to be uh, a, um, worth my time. You know, normally I wouldn't do an appearance like this without getting s- some some paper. Um, but it, but it, I think it's 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 a good promotional tool for the brand and for and for me. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of people who connect with what you say. That, like I said, it's good to have people with different points of view on the podcast, and maybe it'll bring different people to the podcast that, you know, like what you do, but not might not necessarily like what what we do with the podcast. You know, so I think it's good that way that you you bring people with a different point of view to this podcast just as you've brought your own different point of view yeah and I think podcast. I think like a lot more people are going to listen to this because because I'm on you know you might get like a hundred listeners normally but people like oh shit Rob Kinney's on it um, I, you know I have a lot of connections in, in the fashion industry and in the skateboarding industry um, I've got a lot of like DJ friends that will, will probably share the link um, on on like social media platforms that are very established, not just like role-playing uh, platforms, and it'll bring a whole uh, new light to this podcast. That's you know, good. Like a new audience. You that's, know, and that's good. That's what I'm all about is like expanding the audience. Yeah. Um, getting involved with other industries, going to trade shows. You know, I'm big on trade shows. Yeah. Big on like music festivals. Yeah, I would love to have a DJ on the podcast. Yeah, I could probably hook that up. I know a lot of I know a lot of really hot DJs. 
um, like a, a few models. Like I could, I could, I could hook it up. We'll talk after the show. Yeah, perfect. But I'd like to get like like a higher level of guest on the show and someone who can like share knowledge from other industries. Yeah, because I guess for you, it really like that mainstream is. You try and say that it's not important, but it is. It is very important, and that's kind of why I've been successful and why Hot Dogs Gods have been, has been successful is because of our uh, reaching out yeah. and, and really uh, networking is a big part of what we do. Uh, meeting the right people, networking with people who I know know people in higher positions, um, in, in different industries and just ending it off I have one question it's not that big of a question but VG is it coming back or not uh, you know I, I know Dave and I know that uh, I know that he's real okay he he's someone uh He's, he's got the real status, but it's unfortunate that he's core. Dave is core. You know, he, he's, he's not pro right now. And uh, I wouldn't want to discourage him. I, I think that he just needs to uh, be, be true to himself and keep working the platform that he's working. He's working with some very, uh, uh, very big brands. And... Uh, I think he's doing a good job of infiltrating other industries, not from a pro level, but from a core level. And if he wants to, if he, if he ever did want to bring VG back, I would be very excited. But I trust that whatever he's doing is good for rollerblading. Thanks, Rod Kinney. Thank you. Thanks for having That's me. This, this was really fun. Um, and we'll, we'll do it again sometime. Or maybe Joe can come on, possibly. Yeah, Joe. Joe's interested. Awesome. So, yeah, definitely. I just want to give some shout-outs yeah, okay. to uh, Chris Haffey, Alex Broskow, Nick Potterick, Drew Backrack, Chris Edwards, um, Aragon, Farmer, and uh, Richie Eisler. Thanks, Rod. Uh, peep game. Uh, check me out. Peace.